all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. Hope you had a lovely weekend. I'm Alex Matthew and you're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 18th of December. Well, clearly everyone's attention is going back to Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh today. The results of the assembly elections that were conducted earlier this month will be announced. The exit polls, remember, project a victory for the BJP with a comfortable margin in both states. Stay tuned to Bloomberg Quint for all the live updates. So what else do you need to know to start your day? Well, first of all, e-way bills or electronic invoices will be needed to move goods between states two months earlier than planned. That's because the GST Council felt the need to plug loopholes to boost revenue. E-way bills that are generated on the Goods and Services Network portal will now be compulsory from the 1st of February. Nearly 14 crore of the 30 crore permanent account numbers, or PAN, have so far been linked to the National Digital Identity Aadhaar. That's according to Ajay Bhushan Pandey, the CEO of the Unique Identification Authority of India. If you haven't yet done that, well, the Supreme Court last week extended the deadline for linking Aadhaar to all services, including new bank accounts and mobile phone connections, to March 31st next year. And speaking about Aadhaar, the Unique Identification Authority of India has temporarily barred Bharti Airtel and Airtel Payments Bank from conducting Aadhaar-based verification of mobile customers using the eKYC process as well as verification of payments bank clients. The action follows allegations of Bharti Airtel using the verification process to open payments bank accounts of its subscribers without the UIDAI's informed consent. Biscuits and confectionery maker Pale Products is planning to increase the prices of its glucose, mari and milk biscuits in the first quarter of 2018. That's a PTI report quoting the company's category head Mayank Shah. Not all banks will be eligible for capital support from the government this financial year. Those who have performed relatively better and need capital most will be considered for fund infusion. That's another PTI report quoting unnamed sources. Now on to updates from the international stage. Sad news coming in from Pakistan. Heavily armed terrorists struck a church during a Sunday midday service in the country's city of Kitta. The terrorists killed 8 people and injured 44 others. The attack comes about a week before Christmas. The Bitcoin is heading even higher. The world's biggest exchange just joined the Bitcoin revolution. Bitcoin futures started trading Sunday night on the CME Group exchange. Just a reminder of the run so far, the Bitcoin started the year at $1,000. It is now above $19,000. On to international markets. US stocks rallied to new highs on Friday and the dollar strengthened as the tax bill made progress in Congress. That's something to watch out for this week. Votes on the bill are planned in the House and Senate by the middle of the week. The S&P 500 ended up 0.9% while the Dow closed nearly 0.6% higher. The Nasdaq inches closer to the 6500 mark, having risen nearly 1.2% on Friday. Two of the three early risers in Asia are comfortably in the green in early trade. The Nikkei in Japan was up 1.2% last I checked. Here's a quick reminder of the levels in the bond and rupee market in India. On Friday, the yield on the 10-year benchmark government bond ended at 7.13% of highs seen during the week. The rupee ended Friday's session higher by nearly 0.5% at 64.04 to a dollar. 
Darshan Mehta joins me now to tell you everything you need to know to start your trading day. Morning Darshan, the SGX Nifty is pointing to a moderately positive start, but clearly all eyes on elections today. Good morning, Alex. Uh, today with the Gujarat elections, yes, you're right. Everyone is looking at the markets. The SGX Nifty is indicating a strong start to the market, but still there's time for the market to open. Important cues are the commodities have rallied globally, both on the LME and Shanghai. So watch out for all the commodity stocks. The big rebalancing that will happen today will be of Sensex. Indusind Bank and Yes Bank come into the Sensex and Sipla and Lupin go out of the Sensex. In some of the stocks that you have to watch out for, Bloomberg Quint Exclusive, KKR and GIC in the final lap to invest $2 billion in HDFC. Uh, you have Dish TV, which received the approval for the government for merger of Videocon DTH with the company. Kesoram Industry wants to raise 350 crores via issue of convertible warrants on a preferential basis to the promoter. Watch out for all the footwear companies as the government approves a special package for the leather and footwear sector. RBI has increased the FI limit for uh, JSW holding to 49% from 24%. ET has reported that JP plans to put the entire hospitality assets on the block and they've also reported that Dr. Eddie's and Orbindo along with uh, some six, seven other companies are in the fray to, uh, to acquire Orchid Pharma. So that will be in focus. And HDFC Asset Management is said to have hired bankers for an IPO that is according to IFR. In terms of block deals, Reliance Mutual Fund has bought in 9.9 lakh shares in Greenply Industries. The future supply chain IPO lists today, so base price is 664. And finally, Vokhart has come out of the FNO ban. But there's much more you need to know before trade starts. Log on to our website, bloombergqueen.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab page and you will get to know all that is to be needed before trade opens today. Thanks, Darshan. Well, it promises to be an action-packed day. Do log on to the website BloombergQuint.com and look for the live blog that will give you minute-to-minute -minute updates on counting day in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh. And of course, there's also Bloomberg Quint Live. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for listening. This is Alex Matthews signing off.